clients, if you're having difficulty with teleworking and it's really, it really is hard or impossible to do your job while looking after little kids, you're absolutely entitled to ask for this leave. Since March, many parents have been eligible to take family and medical leave thanks to an expansion under the CARES Act. That's 12 weeks of paid leave, and you still have time to take it in 2020. We sat down with Karen Jones, a partner at Stoll Reeves, who works in the Labor and Employment Group. She is a mom of two who's teleworking, but thankfully one who also knows the law. Some people are saying, okay, I can't go to work because I have childcare issues or it's just overwhelming for us. And so I thought that Karin, you could help us. Karin Jones is a partner at Stoll, is it Stoll Reeves, right? Stoll Reeves. Stoll Reeves in the Labor and Employment Practice Group in Seattle. Karin, thank you so much, first of all, for joining us. What is your day-to-day role like when you're in the Labor and Employment Practice Group? What does that mean? Yeah, well, we represent um, companies of all different sizes in uh, advising them on employment issues and then also litigate. So um, if we end up having a, a situation where somebody is facing a lawsuit related to employment issues, we represent them there too. Have you been busy lately because of the coronavirus? Yes, yeah, um, especially at the beginning of the pandemic when businesses were really facing a lot of unique issues that none of us had ever seen before and, uh, and situations involving closures and, and layoffs and unfortunate things like that, yeah. We know that Congress expanded the Family and Medical Leave Act in March. Is it still available to us? What can you tell us about that leave? It is, yeah. At this point, it's available through the end of this year, and um, employees, certain employees, um, are entitled to expanded FMLA if their child's um, school has been closed due to COVID-19, or daycare, or even another form of childcare. So it could even be a family member who typically cares for the child and then isn't able to because of COVID-19. So in, under, under any of those circumstances, um, an employee could be entitled to this expanded FMLA. It, it does actually only apply to somewhat smaller employers, however. So anyone with fewer than 500 employees would fall under that obligation to provide it. Some smaller businesses are exempt too, right? If they're really that's, tiny. Yeah, that's correct. If they're really tiny, so fewer than 50 employees, and if, if giving this leave would jeopardize their business operations, then they can opt out of that. And then another big um, exclusion to the leave obligation is for medical provider employers. Um, if you are a pharmacy, a doctor's office, anything like that, you can choose to opt out of providing this leave. And um, similarly, emergency responders can be excluded from the leave. Oh, wow. All right. Well, but it's still, nonetheless, it helps a lot of parents out there who are really struggling right now because childcare is a crisis on any given day pre-COVID, you know, and now we're looking at the situation where people just can't work or um, can't send their kids to school, you know, so I mean, obviously they're not working. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's such a unique situation, especially with a lot of the the local schools being closed um, or going to online learning in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. Is it actually considered FMLA or what what are the... It is. Yeah, it is. It's actually expanded FMLA. So it's sort of a brand new reason why people could 
take FMLA leave um, up to 12 weeks uh, just for this specific purpose. If you've already taken it this year, let's say you had a baby in February, would you be able to take it again? That's an excellent question and no. Unfortunately, if you've already exhausted your FMLA leave for one of the traditional reasons, then you're not entitled to an extra 12 weeks. It really is just a new reason and not a new amount of leave on top of that. What about people who are caregiving for someone else outside of a child? You know, if you're, if you're caregiving, if you're a caregiver for an elderly person in your family, does that count as a leave? Yeah, not for this particular type of leave, um, with the exception of if you have a child who's over the age of 18, but is disabled and unable to care for themselves, that, that would qualify if their usual place of care is closed down. Do you have to show proof somehow to get this leave? You do, but it's fairly minimal. So you just have to provide the name of your child, the name of the school or child care provider that's been shut down, and then um, and explain that there's no other appropriate person who can care for your child during this time. So it's, it's pretty minimal. What do you think the cost is to employers? Is it something that is going to be a, a make or break situation for a lot of people who are employing people? Well, hopefully not. And the reason is they actually get to claim a payroll tax credit down the road for any amounts that they pay. So, and I should backtrack a little bit. Unlike uh, traditional FMLA, this is partially paid. So employers are required to pay an employee two-thirds of their usual pay up to a maximum of $200 a day during the leave but employers can then later clean that amount for a payroll tax credit. So they should eventually recoup all of those costs. That's good news. Do you think, yeah. I mean, I know you probably don't know this, but what are the chances that it will get expanded into next year? I, I don't know for sure. I think it's um, fairly likely if the numbers remain where they are, you know, if, if we don't have a big change in the COVID-19 situation, I, I think it certainly could happen. On the other hand, we've seen a lot of struggle lately at, at Congress with trying to pass the um, extension of unemployment benefits and that type of thing. So it's, it's really hard to predict. Yeah. But at this point, it's at least available through December 31st. Okay, so then what if you take leave in September and you go through the end of the year and then you realize, and then let's say it's extended, and then you say, oh, I wanna take January to March off. Could you do that? Well, it depends on if your employer uses a calendar year or a rolling year for FMLA benefits. So it would be just like tr traditional FMLA where um, most employers will use a calendar year and you sort of have a reset January 1st. And, and yes, you could take an additional 12 weeks then if that's the case. But if your employer uses a rolling year, you, you kind of look back at the previous 12 months and that might change the, the situation. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, that would... I can't imagine taking six months off of work, but at the same time, you know, I know that there are people who are really struggling um, and can't and can't do it. I'm just curious. Do you have kids? Yeah, I do. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, so I'm in much the same boat as a lot of these uh, folks out here, for sure. It's been it's been an interesting situation. Well, it's good that you know the law, right? <laughs> I, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering how are you doing during this pandemic? Because a five-year-old and a two-year-old, I can imagine, would be very um, 
would be very uh, a day full of emotion and twist and turn. Yeah. Fortunately, I have a very supportive husband, and we both just sort of juggle our at-home work schedules. And um, and I've enjoyed having more time with the girls, but it's a uh, it's a unique situation. I'm definitely less um, less efficient than I would be when going into the office. <laughs> yeah. Are there any, I, I do miss the office to be honest, but I mean, if I don't have to be there, then it's like, okay, this is fine. You know, we'll make this work. Yeah. But I'm working crazy hours to make it work and that's exhausting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are there any lasting thoughts for people who are like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that this was available to me. What else am I missing? Well, I guess one, one point is I think a lot of people feel like if they can telework for their job, like you and I are doing, that they, they wouldn't qualify for this or they shouldn't ask for it. And that's not necessarily the case. If you're having difficulty with teleworking and it's really it really is hard or impossible to do your job while looking after little kids, you're absolutely entitled to ask for this leave. So it's an important point to keep in mind. It's not just for those who can only physically do their job at, at the office or the store or what, whatever it may be. You can also do it intermittently, correct? You can, yeah, if your employer agrees to do so, yeah. One other point is, um, you know, even if your, your child's school has gone online, so it's not what we would typically consider as completely closed, that still counts as well. So if your child's at home, trying to do online learning that that counts as a school closure. I wish you the best, a two-year-old and a five-year-old keeping anybody really busy, I'm sure. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, there are a lot of us out there in this <laughs> boat, so hopefully this helps some of them. Mm -hmm.